Hi, I'm Jesse Heron, host of Rediscover Your Story, a podcast for marketers who need a break from everyday learning, but still want to connect with like-minded professionals on all things creative. Today, we're here to listen and talk with Jackie Marshall from Hawksworth Blood Center. And if you think I'm positive, just wait till you hear from her. She's B positive. Let's discover her story. Are you ready? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I'm so excited that you're here. Oh my gosh. Okay. So joining me today is Jackie Marshall from Hawksworth Blood Center. And uh, you are definitely high on my top, top, top. Top, top, top favorites list. <laughs> I'll remember that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Especially when you roll in here singing potty, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Hey, it's Monday and we're pottying today. So. <laughs> we are pottying today. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for having me, though. I appreciate it. I love this stuff. And it's always great to have a, spending time with you and talking with you. I know. <laughs> well, okay, we're here in Resolve Studios. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to like quickly repick up a conversation that we were just having off camera. But we were talking about your home girl, Phoebe. Please tell us who is Phoebe. Phoebe is my number one biggest fan and my dog, (laughs) my rambunctious golden retriever. She's just the absolute best. She's a menace. She's always playing the long game, but always out for love. And she's just, I mean, if anybody can follow me on social media, you'll get enough of my dog just chasing, like she wants everything, steals everything, including your heart and just. And if you're home late, She's going to steal your trash and she's going to strew it all over your house and she's going to teach you a lesson. Yeah. She's predictably unpredictable. So 90% of the time she's a perfect gem. But if I am home (laughs) an hour past dinner time, my life is ruined. So (laughs) she'll steal something. But yeah, she's, it's worth it. I love her so much. I know. Puppies are worth it, (laughs) aren't they? Yes, they are. I have two little divas at home, my little French bulldogs. And uh, there were some, there were some serious threats that I was making over the weekend over one of them. The other one, she's a perfect angel, but I mean, you know, whatever. Just the name of the game, the things we do for our dogs. Exactly. Exactly. So what else does Jackie love? Tell me, tell me Jackie. So, I mean, I love Cincinnati. Cincinnati is like I've born and raised here. I'm a Northern Kentuckian, I should say, because that makes a difference sometimes. Sometimes. But, um, no, so All I'm types a, welcome. Exactly. I like <laughs> how we got there already. No, so I, uh, I'm born and raised here. I'm an NKU undergrad. And then in a few short weeks, I will also have my master's degree from the University of Cincinnati. So very homegrown here. And I also love all the bars, restaurants. I'm a big social person. So I'm always out and about doing fun things. I'm 110% extrovert. So I need the people and I love the people here. We just have a really great community of, you know, everybody, like all sorts of people here and all love. I feel like there's just a lot of love in Cincinnati and I love being a part of that. There is a lot of love in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think it goes beyond just like our normal like establishments. Like people know us for maybe Skyline or Graders <laughs> yeah. or things of that nature. Um, but I think beyond that is a fun place to be creative Um, I, I am always in awe of how generous everybody is in Cincinnati, like always willing to help one another just from like even the business side of the community and then just like the non-business part of the community. Yeah, gosh. I mean, we see that firsthand at Hawksworth and that's like one of my favorite things about this is that like 
Hawksworth is connected to so many people, like literally everyone. And everybody always has a story to tell. Like, I love being out at uh, different events and stuff. And, you know, people always spot the Hawksworth booth. And almost every single time, at least one or two people will come up and tell us about how their lives have been impacted by people who have donated blood. And I think that that's just like the most amazing thing about my job in particular. So let's take a quick step back. So yeah. what is your job? <laughs> Who do you work for? Tell me a little bit about that. Hi, I am Jackie and I'm the public information officer for Hawksworth Blood Center. Perfect role. <laughs> yeah, no. So I do um, public relations, social media, um, all of our like regular media stuff. So I'll be on the news. I do other podcasts um, with our In the Know with Dr. O podcast, um, manage all of our website. You'll see me on the socials, do the photos. You know, I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> I do all the little things like that, and it's so much fun. So, um, very public facing, and um, I get to do the fun stuff, is like what I like to say. Yeah, but that's a perfect role for you. Yeah. I mean, you really just like embrace all the fun. Anytime mm -hmm. that we're with you, I feel like you're just like the biggest energy giver. So, thanks <laughs> for giving us your energy. <laughs> of course. I mean, and likewise with you all, I feel like you're <laughs> the same way. It's not uncommon when we're just out and about randomly, separately, and we run into each other. Out I know. In the city doing the same stuff because that's what we do. I know. I, love I know. It. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you were just saying though, like, so Hawksworth is a very publicly well-known Cincinnati mm -hmm. place or Cincinnati organization. <clears throat> um, and I think that to your point, like anytime that I've ever worn anything Hawksworth or if we've ever done, you know, work for you and, and we want to engage with people, they always have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Like how important is that to you when you're out and about and you get to hear these stories? Oh, I mean, it's everything. It's like what connects us to the community. Like, it's kind of ironic. I'm always like, you know, Hawksworth is like the veins to the community. Like we're connectors. Clever. To, yes. Yeah we, yeah, we really are. We're we service. So for people who don't know, Hawksworth Blood Center services over 30 hospitals in our tri-state area in Ohio, Kentucky and Indiana. Um, so we differ from places like the Red Cross, because when you donate blood with Hawksworth, your blood is going to be used here in the tri-state area, helping your neighbors, your colleagues, friends, family like that. I was going to say, why is that important? I mean, Mm -hmm. That is actually one of the biggest differentiators yeah. about Hawksworth Blood Center is that your blood stays here. It stays local. Yes. And I, I mean, I think that's super important because that's like the true community connection. I mean, American Red Cross is a great organization, but when you donate blood with them, it could go anywhere in the in the country um, and sometimes the world, depending on what the needs of uh, the blood supply is. Um, but, you know, we support others like that, too. Like we have there's a really great network of um, blood banks nationally. We all work together when there's like tragedies and natural disasters and things like that. So um, it, we've sent blood, you know, to any multiple places across the nation. Um, I think from the Vegas shooting that happened a handful of years ago, um, hurricanes that happen, um, they kind of put out a plea to whoever can send, whoever has extra blood, can you help us out because we can't collect any. Wow. Our um, services have been impacted from X, Y, Z. Um, and so there's a, a really great network that all kind of bands together and, and helps nationally when needed. But like I said, the, the really special thing about Hawksworth is like when you donate here, we obviously our hospitals are priority and you're going to be like servicing somebody here. Um, you know, over half of our platelet collections go to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Wow. We have University Medical Center, which is a level one trauma center. Um, our blood is on the helicopters that are, you know, the first responders. Like we're so connected and we're saving people's lives. You're saving people's lives. Our blood donors are. And it like to see it firsthand, like you may not know who is getting your blood 
blood, but you know somebody that could literally be your neighbor might be getting it. It's such an impactful organization and story. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the first experiences that I had in giving blood, um, it was really interesting to me because there was a woman who was really close by when she was also giving blood. And when I watched her, I was like, okay, first of all, I'm, I'm super young. Yes, I should be doing this. I was so amazed at the amount of like, I would call them what legacy donors that, that no matter what, come hell or high water, come rain, come snow, come whatever, Mm -hmm. they're going to be there to give blood. Yeah. I mean, there is such this connection, like you said, to the community, but there's such a connection to your donors. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Hawksworth does such a great job of staying connected with your donor base, right? Oh yeah. I mean, number one, we absolutely love our donors. Like, we if our new in the know with Dr. O podcast, it's not new, but our second season has really focused on our donors and kind of like that connection rather than like the technical side of blood. And it's been such a fun conversation to have with people. Like, so we've brought on a handful of people who have donated um, platelets 24 times, which is the max that you can donate in a year. And you literally can't skip a week. Like you have to donate every other week in order to get that. And those people like they didn't go in sick or they didn't skip. They didn't skip at all. They donated 24 times and they say that they will do it every single time, no matter what. And sometimes they don't really even have a connection in terms of somebody they know that has received blood. They just know it's the right thing to do. And it's just like, gosh, we have so many people that are like that. So many people. I mean, we schedule upwards of 400 or 300 to 400 donors every single day that wow. come into our facilities to donate. I mean, that's so many people. And then, yeah. you know, those people get, uh, Uh, once you donate, you're out for eight weeks. So every day it's like all these new people. It's like, it's just a testament to the community of blood donors that we have here and the people in Cincinnati who are willing to give back and, and be a part of their community in that way. And it doesn't take money. It just takes time. Exactly. Like you can actually, you know, I think that there's some people who are like, man, I just don't have enough money to give or to be able to donate within our organ, within our community or whatever, but it doesn't take any money at all. You actually give us things. (laughs) We'll give you all the things. You give all the things. You show up and they're like, you want a cookie? You want some chips? You want a a drink? You want an orange juice? And then, oh, by the way, here's this awesome Shark Week towel. (laughs) Here's a beach towel or a tumbler or t-shirt or a jersey or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, that's the fun part of our job is getting to do some of those fun promotions. You have all the fun parts of your job. You have a lot of fun parts. You know, I cherry picked that when I went to college, you know, I required something fun. And that's why I went to school for public relations because it's a fun job. It is a fun job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then let's talk about your storytelling aspect. So you Mm -hmm. mentioned that there's a lot of stories to Mm -hmm. tell and there's a lot of people that come to you with their stories. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility (laughs) that you have um, to tell the stories of Hawksworth. Mm -hmm. I mean, Talk to me about what that's like. And I mean, how do you tell the stories? Yeah. I mean, we're very thankful for people like you and Resolve <laughs> to, <come> <laughs> <laughs> um, to really capture like the, through video and those that capturing that storytelling through video. And I think, I mean, you know, shameless plug, of course, but like, <laughs> honestly being able to video is so important now. Um, TikTok and reels and social media and short attention spans. Like, gosh, if I see a block of text, I'm barely reading that. So being able to tell stories through video is really important to us. And then just being able to share that like through social media, through our website, through one-on-one conversations with people. Uh, you know, we really try to get out in events everywhere. We try to be seen everywhere. Um, so that people 
people do share their stories with us because I think people really enjoy telling their stories um, and yeah. having us listen to them. So, I mean, I think storytelling for nonprofits specifically um, is probably one of the biggest motivators and marketing pieces that we can use to get new donors. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like one of the interesting things, because I know this journey, I feel like I can have a conversation about it, but you know, really diving in to figure out your target audience. I mean, like I said Mm -hmm. before, I mean, those legacy donors, they are like the backbone of Hawksworth donations and they will come, come hell or high water, which is fantastic. But Mm -hmm. it's a matter of how do you identify that, that sort of next generation of, of donors. And then how do you connect with that next generation of donors? Because there are things like TikTok. Mm-hmm. There is no way that my grandpa's getting on TikTok. Like <laughs> there are some grandparents that are I'm on TikTok. Say, you but better bite your tongue. You, no, you might be scrolling. No. You know, see me scroll. <laughs> We've saying a little too much on this podcast. Um, but I wouldn't see him on TikTok, but there are that, that next generation. Like how do you mm-hmm. engage with that next generation? Yeah, I think it's such an interesting topic because like it's not only just the next generation piece. It's also this like post-COVID shift in life. Like I feel like there has been such a shift in the way that people operate ever since like post-COVID and organizations are really struggling to figure out how to keep people working with them. And other people are trying to figure out how can we get more donors or how can we engage this audience? And it's all different than it was before. Like I think... You know, obviously the video and the short attention spans and the TikToks and things like that are super important. And, you know, I think we're all still trying to figure out what is it that's really going to take to connect with this younger generation of people. And, you know, I think we're still figuring it out. But I think, you know, kind of being funny and fun and attractive in that type of way. And, and you know, blood donation is kind of sterile, right? Like yeah. it's a very clinical, like I don't want to go it's blood. to. Yeah, it's blood. And I don't want to go to a doctor office for fun. Yeah. Like I avoid that at all costs. And yeah. so I think what we really try to do is try to make that experience feel different than a clinical type of experience. Like we want people to leave and we want them to feel really good about what they did. Like yeah. we want them to walk out feeling like they truly made a difference in our community. And I think that's a big thing, a big connection to the people that are donating. And so it's about experience. Yeah. That's experience a, is a huge piece. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. how do you change? that experience to like feeling, oh God, I have to go give blood, right? Mm -hmm. To, hey, I'm actually, I'm giving blood and it's going to be awesome because Mm -hmm. I know that it's going to be a fun experience. Like how is that shift happening? Like talk about that. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of different pieces Um, from the look and the feel when you step into a donor center, um, you'll see some changes in the next couple of years in a couple of our donor centers. We have some really fun stuff in the works, Um, but also it's like the connection to our people. So I think one of our big things right now is that we're really trying to engage with our donor services folks, our phlebotomists, our frontline staff in a different way than has ever been done before there. Um, so that they can be, they're the frontline staff, you know, they're the change makers in, in our organization. They're the ones that are really talking to our donors and connecting with them. So I think, you know, tre- uh, treating them differently and also just giving them like the empowering them to have those conversations and to be themselves and to show themselves in, in the work that they do. And, you know, not 
I'm like, I'm such, I'm not a rule follower by any means. Me I'm either. a PR and marketer, right? <laughs> we, we push the boundaries. We do. Um, so kind of like trying to bring out themselves in the work that they do and connect with their audience, which are the donors while they have the, you, you got a needle in your arm for 10 minutes, sometimes two hours for our platelet donors. They're not going anywhere. So I think that that one-on-one conversation, that connection, talking to them about the patients that they see, like giving them the full circle look of what blood donation really is so that when they do walk out and leave, they do really feel like they make a difference. I think that's a huge piece. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So the last time that I gave blood, um, it was really funny because we were actually just coming to visit. (laughs) I had no idea that I was going to be giving blood. Joe got you. Joe caught me. But but there's a tiny backstory to that in the Mm -hmm. sense that when we were at UC, there was a mobile blood donation. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I went and I was getting everybody from our team on camera, like, Scott, Kyle, Steve, they all gave blood. And Joe was like, I'm going to get you. And I'm like, I'm good here. I'm the camera person. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's, and I promised him, I said, well, the next time I see you never, ever thinking I would see him again, ever (laughs) jokes on you, jokes on me. I said, I'll give blood. So walk in to come hang out, do something with you. And he's like, Hey, you owe me blood. How the heck did he notice me mm-hmm. out of all the people that he sees? And that was a huge time span. I yep. think that's to your point. Like that's such an experience. Oh, and yeah. Everybody's craving experience. Yeah. 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 And we, we also try to have like a really neighborhood feel like all the regular donors that we see all the time. They're on first name basis with our phlebotomists and our staff. Like they, they're on schedule They're I'm going in on Saturday and I'm going to go and see so-and-so at Anderson. Like that's normal. It's very normal to be on a first name basis when you come into our donor centers. And we love that. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Like my favorite thing is when I go somewhere and somebody calls me out by name yeah. and recognizes me. Yeah. I love that. I do too. Yeah. And I think our donors obviously love that too. And I think it's a really important piece. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So then let's just talk a little bit about um, this new campaign that you have yeah. rolling, right? Yep. Side note, my neighbor who is in the commercial for the campaign, she was like on a cruise when everything was blowing up. And so she came home and she's like, oh my gosh, Jesse, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on TV. I'm on TV. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you because you were on a cruise. (laughs) Welcome back. You're famous. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what's going on. But kind of walk me through that. Oh, yeah. So um, a few months ago, we sat down with your team at Resolve and had a little brainstorming session. You know, blood donation for the longest time has been the same, right? I think a lot of people that have been through it for years can say that it's been sterile, right? It's the same. The marketing has been the same. And if we want to want to achieve something different, we have to try something different. Um, and Ooh, I love that. Uh, yeah. If, if we want to get new donors, we have to talk to them and speak to them in a different way. So um, one of our big things was trying to figure out how to get this new audience. And through our brainstorming session, um, we kind of came up with a bunch of different concepts and we came up with the You're Someone's Type campaign, um, which I think is really fun. I mean, it's obviously it's kind of kitschy and been done before, but we did it in a way that was like kind of risque, like kind of breaking the boundaries of like questioning, like, what is this for? And you don't really know that it's, it's some people thought it was like a dating app or something like yeah. that, these commercials. <laughs> and then to wrap it up at the end with a donor or a recipient rather um, saying, can you donate your, someone's blood donation saved my time or my life. Yeah. Um, and I just think that that's super, super powerful because those are real recipients and they both have 
real stories that have impacted their entire life. And to see that emotion kind of come through at the end, I think is really powerful. Well, I love the combination of like, you hear so many personal stories of how someone saved someone's life. And so it's kind of like, without just having that really, um, I don't know, I don't want to say sterile, like someone saved my life and just being so serious all the time. Like it has like kind of all the components. It Mm -hmm. has like the fun component. And then it kind of does tie it together with the more serious like request. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, someone saved my life and I hope that you take this seriously and that you consider donating. But Mm -hmm. no, we're really excited about it too. And uh, we're so excited that it's it's out there for everyone to see. Yeah, it's been about a couple of weeks now. So I'm so excited to get the feedback. I've had a few people reach out and say that they love it. It's definitely different for Hawksworth, but gosh, it it was so needed. And I, I, I love the turnout of it. And, um, you know, getting to know the recipients too, like Carla Howard, she sits on our community advisory board and she has such a unique story that she actually had to wait for blood. So she's a sickle cell warrior and she was uh, experiencing a sickle cell crisis. Um, I mean, her lungs collapsed. She was like experiencing extreme pain and they didn't have a match for her. Um, they had to, you know, collect the blood and try to find something that was a more suited match. And that took a little bit more time, um, which is why type matters. Right. And that's why we need a diverse blood supply as well, which is a huge thing that we're really trying to address and um, bring awareness to is getting more um, demographics, African-American community, Hispanic, Pacific Islander, all of these little demographics um, each have different antibodies and different things in their blood that helps match to somebody who's also from that same genetic heritage. So it matters. And we need to have a more diverse supply because, I mean, this is the community we serve. We're almost a minority majority city. Yeah. So it's a, it's not just a, a need, it's an obligation as a community organization. And that's kind of how I see it and how I'm trying to approach it as I talk about this in the community. And your team actually like embodies that. I mean, they do. They really mm-hmm. talk about that all the time about how can we get everybody involved? How can we like you said, serve everybody in our community. So that's really important. Yeah. And then what, what do you think is next for Hawksworth? Right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of the same. Like you can't really like, just like, Oh, one day we're going to change it up and we're going to do something different. It's always going to be this sort of blood in blood out kind of organization, but what's next for Hawksworth? What can we expect from Hawksworth? Yeah. So I think that, you know, right now we're working on rebuilding our team from, uh, from the COVID-19 pandemic. So we lost a lot of staff and stuff. So we're in the, in the process of rebuilding that, um, and trying to get out in the community more. One of the biggest losses that we've seen in the past few years is our lack of, um, mobile blood drives that we've been able to do. And one of that's like the, one of the most biggest things I feel like that connects us is like, we have our donor centers and everybody comes there and it's great, but this is mobile blood drives. That's how we get new donors. Um, and that's, we probably, we have so many people that like want to host blood drives with us, but we're just so limited in our resources right now. So that's one piece. And then we're also working on renovating on some of our donor centers. So I think going for a whole new look in some of our spaces, what to help on that experience piece, um, that's going to be a big change. And then also I think just like, a shift in like the culture. I think that's a huge thing too, is like, we really want to have a shift in our culture and the way that people feel when they come in and come out, like our donors specifically. I I really hope to see a huge shift in the next few years on how 
that whole dynamic, the way, the way that you feel walking in and walking out. Like, I hope that that's a shift in a, in a really positive way. And I think that that would be super impactful for our community. I think that's awesome. And then you were talking about even just like building, you know, bringing in more team members so Mm -hmm. that there's like a big need for career opportunities and recruitment right now going on at Hawksworth, right? Oh my gosh. And yeah, I mean, shameless plug on this, like honestly, working at Hawksworth has been such an opportunity for me. Like I'm getting this master's degree. I've never thought in my life I would be, I have a master's degree and that's a perk that you get through Hawksworth. So you get free tuition for yourself and your family, which is crazy crazy. Um, what? Lots of, <laughs> right. What? Lots of paid time off, lots of vacation time, um, flexible schedules for the most part, depending on where you're at in the organization. Cause it is a 24 seven type of, uh, yeah. type of organization. Sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lots of room for advancement. The resources are just so many resources. You're connected to the university of Cincinnati, which is also an incredible perk. Yeah. Like, one of like the largest Probably employers in Cincinnati. Yeah. 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 And that's actually unique to blood centers. I'm pretty sure that Hawksworth Blood Center is the only blood center in the nation that is attached to a university and has a research arm. Interesting. Yeah. So that is very unique and also makes this really special. <laughs> I just want to say. Yeah. So there's a lot of really great perks at working in Hawksworth. And also we do it training in-house. So phlebotomist, you don't have to come with any, you kind of come with a high school GED. We'll train you. We'll get you going. Wow. Yeah. Like we hook people up. So I'm like, come on, come work for us. It's a really great place. And then it's also easier once you get more people. I feel like, yeah. you know, like right now it's like, oh gosh, it's kind of hard. There's not a lot of people here. So you're carrying a lot of stuff that you didn't expect to carry. But as we get more people in here, that like kind of goes away and you get to do all the fun projects again. Many hands, light and loads, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So then let's talk again about some of the fun stuff. So yeah. you guys have a lot of community partners. Yes. Tons, um, tons of community partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see Hawksford Blood Center out there more than ever, which I think is mm-hmm. awesome. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear I, it. But even like, <laughs> no, I mean, I do like any event that I'm at, mm-hmm. there's Hawksworth Blood Center is, I see the logo or I see the name. Um, I know, right? I love it. <laughs> um, so what other, like, what should we know about? Like what events are coming up in mm-hmm. like May, June, July that you know of? Yeah. So um, FC Cincinnati is a great partner with us. We have a blood drive at TQL Stadium coming up, which is usually one of our really fun ones because we you get we got the stadium to ourselves. What? I know. So that's a fun one. We'll be at the Flying Pig um, Health Expo, which is a fun event for us. We love doing that. Um, we get tons of donors that come through there. So um, it's open to the public. Oh, you'll be at the, um, you'll have your own little exhibit, right? Yeah. Okay, yep, at perfect. The, the okay. Health and Fitness Expo at Duke Energy Convention yep. Center. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what else is there? We always do um, LLS Light the Night that comes up in October. Um, we'll probably be at some Pride events, I think, this year. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some Juneteenth stuff too. I hope to get in. Um, gosh, you know, we tr- we really do try to be everywhere. You yeah. do, and I think it like it shows. Like mm-hmm. it really, really shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are everywhere. Right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. we are for everyone. So that's the try- kind of message we try to send. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sitting down with me. Oh, this was a blast. I could do this for hours. I know. I could too. <laughs> I want to like sit here and talk to you for hours. I, I think this is great. You have such an important story to tell. Yeah, thank um, you. And you do such a great job of telling that story. So Mm -hmm. we really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for helping us tell that story and share it out to the world and beautiful video work and content. And it's, it's such a pleasure working with you all. And, uh, I learned a lot. So thank you. We learn a lot too. (laughs) 
Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to rediscover your own story, please connect with us at any of the links below. My name is Jesse Heron. Thanks for taking a break with me. 